Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Real Estate by Relationship podcast. I'm your host, Barb Betts. Today in episode two, we are going to talk all about your database. Now, I know that's a very familiar word to most realtors and people in the real estate world, and actually, frankly, anyone in sales. You need to have some kind of database. Now, let me change your thinking on what a database is. Now, when you say you have a database, um, in my world, that's not just a mailing list. In most salespeople's world, it's considered a mailing list. It's where you go to send out emails. It's where you go out to mail out marketing pieces. For me, a database is a list of relationships. And I'm sure that doesn't shock you being that this is the Real Estate by Relationship podcast. So why do I say list of relationships? Well, we're not going to talk about cold calling mass mailing, farming, direct mail. Those are all databases. We're going to talk about relationships. So I don't refer to a database as a database. I refer to it as a contact list. Yes, you heard that contact list because these are contacts. These are people that you know, these are people that you have relationships with. So who goes in this contact list? You're like, Barb, If it's not a mailing list, if it's not a list of people that I'm going to market to, who goes in my contact list? Well, I want you to think of everyone you know. I want you to think of everyone you know, everyone that knows you and likes you already. So yes, you can get out your cell phone and that's a great place to start to create your contact list. I want you to think of family, friends, your sphere of influence. Acquaintances, yes, acquaintances can go into your contact list. You know, those people that you met at a friend's birthday party or those people that you see at your friend's 4th of July party every single year. Acquaintances, friends of friends. And you probably think, Barb, I can't market to friends of friends. Well, yes, you absolutely can. You can absolutely start to build relationships with them. Definitely your past clients. I'm sure you all have some past clients. If you're a brand new agent and you don't have any past clients yet, then go ahead and skip that category. But all of your past clients need to go into your contact list. All of the friends of your children, all of their parents. This was a key area that Harold and I built our business on. Anybody that your kids hang out with, who are their parents? What kind of relationships do you have with them? I'm sure you do have a relationship with them and likely you know where they live. Who do you go to church with? Who do you volunteer with? Your neighbors. My neighbors are something that I forgot for many years that I wasn't marketing to. And I thought to myself, why have I not been sharing all of this information and all of this great content that I have with my neighbors? And lastly, your business acquaintances. Um, Those business owners, business partners, the attorneys, the financial advisors, the property managers, the um, appraisers, lenders, title, all of the people that you do business with. Now, I know you're probably thinking, well, title reps and lenders, they know so many realtors. Well, yes, they do. You're absolutely correct. But you never know when they might think that they've got a friend or family member who's a great fit for you. So the reality is, guys, it's anyone you know. I don't want you to overthink it. I don't want you to overqualify them. I promise we'll do that later. So the goal should be always to get to 100 people when you're starting out. 
Um, no, I didn't say 500 or 1,000. I said 100. Um, yes, you likely have more than a hundred people in your contact list, but if you're just starting out or you're new to an area, the goal is you've got to get to a hundred. Um, I guarantee you no more people than that, but just do your best to get to a hundred. If you don't have a hundred, you really need to focus on meeting more people, more opportunities. I want you to think of this as like a holiday card list. So I want you to think of this as all the people that you would mail a Christmas card to, all the people that you would mail a holiday card to, the people that you would invite to a wedding, the people that are really in your world, again, that know you and like you. Now, my suggestion when you're starting out is to uh, use an Excel spreadsheet. Use an Excel spreadsheet or a Google Sheet, whatever you can get your hands on. And then you're gonna make sure that you create columns where you can get their name, their email address, contact numbers, notes about them, maybe get a column for groups so you can classify them as the teachers in your world, the police officers in your world, the veterans in your world. Remember, you want to get this all down so when it's time to input and transfer into your chosen client relation management system, you have the data ready to go. Now you're going to ask me, I know you're going to ask me what system should I use, right? What client relationship management system, otherwise known as a CRM, should I use? Well, the real answer is the one you're going to actually use. Um, so many agents, including myself, get shiny object syndrome and you try out a million different CRMs and none of them work the way you want them to. So I want to start right now. Let's squash a, a real big elephant in the room. None of them are going to work the way you want them to work. All of them are going to have something missing in them that you wish it had. Now, I'm going to give you um, the four or five that I think are the best out there for everything that a relationship-based realtor should be doing. Um, definitely Referral Maker. That's made by Buffini and Company. That's the one that I personally use and my team uses. And the reason why is we track relationships. Realvolve. Uh, Realvolve is a great software. It's kind of got an if this, then that built into it or a Zapier system built into it where you can literally put in a contact and when you do certain things, the system will automatically do. So when you do ABC, the system will do one, two, three for you. Um, Wise Agent. Wise Agent is another great CRM that's out there on the market for real estate agents. Um, Lion Desk. Lion Desk is actually given by a lot of your MLSs as a free member benefit. I know at the CRMLS level, which is the California Regional Multiple Listing Service, it's given as a free member benefit. And then there's still the good old top producer. And those of you that have been in the business as long as I have, you know top producer. I think it needs a, um, a new software update. They they say they did an update, but they really just put a new lens on it. They didn't really change any of the functions of it, but there is the good old top producer. So I suggest you try one or two and see what works for you. There's no right or wrong answer to this, friends. It's truly a personal choice. Just because another agent in your brokerage is using a certain software doesn't mean it's right for you. Um, there is a few others. Specifically, I want to talk about follow-up boss. A lot of people say they use follow-up boss as a CRM, and really it's a follow-up system creator. It's not really a CRM. The problem with follow-up boss is you can't keep as much data and information in there as I would like you to. 
you're going to learn by listening to me that I know an awful lot about my clients. I know their favorite coffee. I know their dog's names. I know their kids' birthdays. I know their favorite place to eat out. And the reason I know all those things is so that when I want to go give a gift or a gift card, I can give a proper gift or a proper gift card that they like. For instance, I do have clients who don't like Starbucks. I don't know why in the world you wouldn't like Starbucks because I'm a huge Starbucks girl, but some of them would prefer coffee bean. So I make sure that I put that down in my CRM so that I know that they prefer coffee bean over Starbucks if I'm to go give them a gift card. So follow-up boss to me is more of a follow-up system. And a lot of realtors that I know use both. They use follow-up boss in conjunction with their CRM. So there's no right or wrong system. It's totally a personal choice, but I want you to know that no matter what system you use, you need to be able to properly sort your people. And you're probably thinking, Barb, why would I sort all my people? Well, if you want to work a highly relational business, one of the keys is that you absolutely have to know who to call, who to contact, and when. And what do I mean by that? Well, let's think of a airline, okay? When you get on an airplane, there are usually different cabins, right? There's different levels of tickets that someone purchased. And you all know that people in the airlines, passengers, are treated differently based on the ticket that they purchased. There's even a ticket now where you can't even bring on a carry-on and you get the last seat left on the plane. Now, right now during COVID, we are in the middle of a pandemic at this time of this recording, that's not as common anymore, right? But when we get back to normal travel, there's going to be people that buy the lowest ticket possible and don't even get an assigned seat, can't bring a carry-on. They're treated differently by the airlines. And then we know that there's your regular ticket, then there's the extended leg room or on Delta that I like to fly, Comfort Plus. And in Comfort Plus, you get a little bit of extra leg room. You get to board earlier. You get a adult beverage of your choice. And on some long distance flights, I've noticed you start to get some upper end snacks and some um, Greek yogurt bars and things like that. And then of course there's first class. We all know first class gets treated different on an airline than anybody else. First class gets a meal. They get it on dishes. They get whatever they want the entire flight. They get a drink before you take off. They get to bring bags on at no charge. They get to get on first. They get to get off first. And do you ever complain that first class gets to do something you don't? No, because you understand that person has paid more money or earned more miles, more status with the airline. That's just how it works. Well, guess what, friends? That's how it works in your your, I almost said database, contact list as well. That's how it works. You have clients who have given you more business than other clients. You have clients who give you more referrals than other clients. And we need to know as we go through this process of building a relationship-based marketing system and working relationally, who to contact and when. Because not everyone in your world needs to hear from you every single month. Not everyone in your contact list is going to get invited to every single one of your events. I have parties and events that only my advocates get invited to. That's just how it works in my world. So 
I like to use a five-star rating system. Some use A, B, C, D, and I will classify these as which one it would be if you also like to use the A, B, C, D system. Um, the reason I like a five-star system is because, well, that's kind of how we rate everything in life, right? That's how we rate on Yelp. That's how we rate on Open Table. We give, we give people star ratings. That's just what we do in America. So here's my simple system. I'm going to start from the bottom up. I'm going to start from the lowest and work my way up. So the first category I have is the one star category. And this would be in my world, the delete category or the D category if you're using the ABC system. Um, they shouldn't be in your database, period. They should not be on your contact list. In fact, they belong in a database. They belong on a mailing list. They're not congruent with your values. Um, I always say they're the mean people, but maybe you want to keep their info, but they're not to be marketed to. They're not someone you're actively trying to get business from, and you're certainly not going to call them or reach out to them or contact them. The next level, the two-star level, these are the awareness people, okay? These are the people that are aware of you. I want you to think of people that are aware of you. They're friends of friends. They're acquaintances. And they could possibly be past clients you've lost touch with or you wouldn't recognize in the store. I know you, I know you know what I'm talking about, right? If you've been doing real estate as long as I have, there are those clients that you had a great transaction with. They just aren't super engaging. You haven't talked to them in a long time. And frankly, if you ran into them in the grocery store, you wouldn't know who they are. I know you all know those people. Next, we've got our three star, or if you were doing an ABC system, these would be your Bs. And these are identity. These are people that you have an identity with, right? They know you. They know who you are. You know them. You could identify each other in the store. These would be a lot of your past clients. These could be friends. These could be neighbors. I have a lot of my neighbors in as a three in my system. Moving on to the next level, the connection level, right? These are the people that you have a connection with. These would be your four star um, people on your contact list or A's. So my friends that use the ABC system, these would be A's. These are connections. These are people who like you. They like you. These definitely are past clients and usually it's family, friends, and your sphere of influence. Now I'm going to talk about the five star in a second. And then we're going to talk about how the four star and the five star are the same, but very different. And then we get to my favorite level, which is the advocates. Okay. The advocates, the five star people. If you're using the ABC system, these are your A plus people. Now, these are the people that trust you and tell all their friends. These are the A++++ clients. These are the first class passengers on your real estate airline. These are the walking, talking billboards of your life. Now, I will say that four-star and five-star people are usually the same level in my world as far as how much I like them. These are all my friends. These are all the people that I want to go to dinner with. I want to spend time with on the weekends. I want to go to happy hour with. I want to go shopping as girlfriends together but there's a big difference between four-star and five-star people. Four-star people are connected. They, they, they really like you, but the five-star people just take it to that next level. We all know who those advocates are in our world, right? You know those people that are your walking, talking billboards. And as we grow through this podcast together and you learn this relational system that I love to talk about, you're going to learn how to create 
more advocates in your world. So you have your list of relationships, you have your contacts list. I want you to go in and rank them. Okay. Create another column on your spreadsheet and just give it your best guess. This is a gut check. This is whatever comes to your mind first. Guys, there is no right or wrong answer when it comes to ranking your contact list. You're going to learn as we go through this why this is so important. You're going to learn about the power of knowing who to call and when to call them. The good news is I want to give you some relief. No one knows where they rank in your world unless you tell them, right? My friends don't know that they're a four-star person in my world and they're not a five-star. Nobody knows that unless I choose to tell them. My clients don't come to a client party and have a badge on that says they're four-star or three-star or five-star or two-star. That doesn't happen. So don't feel guilty about the level that you're, you're ranking these people at. And also, don't fall into the trap of, well, they're my best friend. They should be a five-star. No, maybe they're not. Because in future episodes, we're going to talk about what referring type people look like and All of your friends and some of your favorite people just may not be referring type people. And when we talk about tracking and tracking your activities and the importance of that, part of the importance of that is so that you don't miss five-star people. Because I have some five-star people in my world that aren't my best friends. They aren't the people you would automatically think are five-star people. But they're advocates because of what they do to share our business with anyone they know. So in upcoming shows, when we talk about marketing and applying the system of working relationally, we're really going to dive into why having a sorted contact list is so important. It's why I'm spending time talking to you today about it. I hope you found this helpful today. I'm going to drop all of the five-star system down into the show notes in case you need to refresh your memory. Please remember to hit the subscribe button if you've found this content helpful and follow me all over the social channels. And most importantly, do me a favor and share this podcast with a friend. And until next time, we'll see you soon. 